Welcome to the podcast that gets a flavour of your neighbour. Peering over the fence when things have got tense. With the most outrageous tales of your next door fails. Sit back and relax as we hand you the floor. The time has come to score next next door. door. Coming up on score next door. I promise I won't pick on you. (laughs) We don't know what Robert does for a job, but we do know what he's been doing behind James. So a brand new letter heading your way that's been sent in by you about your neighbour's behaviour. But how outrageous is it going to be today? Pie Face Sean still in at number one after all this time on 16.9. Is today going to be the day that somebody beats Pie Face Sean? Well, I doubt it because I don't think anyone's ever going to beat Pie Face Sean. We are talking about a man who threw <laughs> a pie over his neighbour's fence. I'm holding out hope that it might happen. <laughs> if you've got a story for us, you can get in touch on all the socials at score next door and use the hashtag join the neighbourhood. Yeah, and if you want to email in, you can score next door at audioalways.com. We've said it before, we'll say it again. Everyone's got a story. We just want to hear about it and yeah. tell everyone else. Exactly that. How's your week been? My week has been a good week. Well, was a good week until... Last night. Oh, no, what? So, you know when it was around my birthday and Mm -hmm. I came in here and we were recording the podcast and you took the mick out of me a little bit because I turned up in uh, a baseball cap and you thought, are you having some sort of midlife crisis? Yeah, you were dressed like a 20-year-old. Well, you notice I'm in a baseball cap. Yes, I've seen you. I wasn't going to pass comment, (laughs) but I can see you going for that look all over again. You've not learnt your lesson. Go on. Well... Last time I was just wearing a baseball cap. Probably, I don't know whether it was like psychological. I was turning an extra year mm. older. I thought oh, I'm going to go with that. Uh, this time there is a reason why I'm wearing a baseball cap. It's sort of out of necessity. Oh my God, what have you done? <gasps> You've got to speak quick because I can't deal with the suspense here. I might have last night had a bit of a home haircut DIY. Are you bald? Incident. Oh my God, are you bald? Take your headphones and cap off. I need to see this. Please. Okay. Right. The, the question is, are you in like supportive mate mode right now? Or no. Are you, are you am in... I ever? Right, well, there you go. Come on. Take your headphones off. Take your cap off. Please let me see the results. Are you ready? Three. <laughs> two. It's not a score. <laughs> One. Well, score is, and don't rate this, by oh. the way. All right. Take your headphones off. Oh, God. Why am I nervous? It's not even my hair. Can you turn around? Because, yeah. I mean, you've got hat hair and that's doing you no favours. So, th- so turn around a minute. So it's hat hair anyway. <laughs> turn around. Let me just see the back. Can oh I just God. see the back? Turn around. I don't want to turn around. Please. We're friends. I promise I won't pick on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. Do it again. Do it again. It's doing around again. <laughs> it's not funny. Turn around again so I can describe it. So... <laughs> you look like you're you're about to pass out. <laughs> is it that? It's that bad, isn't it? It is that bad. I knew it was bad, but you're the first person about my <laughs> wife to have seen sorry, it. Sorry, is it as bad as that? Was it's your wife trying to make you feel better about? She said it was a ten out of ten bad. Ooh, yeah, yeah, That's what yeah. she said. And then no worries, no word of a lie. Later in the night, she said, "Do you know what? I really regret saying that. I'm sorry. It's not ten out of ten bad, but it is pretty bad. It's not so, good, is it? So look." On the positives, it'll grow back. The negatives is it, it's 11 out of 10 bad I don't right know what now. to do with it. Do you want me to explain so, how it's happened? Yeah. All right. So my, I said to my wife, right, this what? This <laughs> I'm sorry. I knew it was bad. I didn't know it was that bad, man. Go on. Go on. How did it happen? Right. So I said to her, 
just do grade three <laughs> round the sides, yeah? And then what I've always done afterwards is I've just kind of trimmed it up with the grade three because she's not very good at the bit of the join where, where it goes or whatever. <laughs> so she did that. She did the grade three all the way around the side. Then I went and washed my hair and dried it so I could see how it was because only once you've done that, you can see how it's going to lie and stuff. And then <laughs> I went back to the clippers and just decided that I wanted to just go over it a little bit by myself and I forgot to put the grade three clip on. So it went in with the, the clippers without, what's it called? Like the, the ridge, guard thing. the guard, without the guard. And so I've gone one, two, three, like, you know, taken sort of three chunks. And I was like, I was like, this is so weird. There's so much hair coming off. And then after the third one, I looked at the clippers, I saw, and I went and looked, and I've now got this massive... Basically, it's not, is it even grade? It's more, it's more than grade one. It's like buzz cut, yeah. right? Right. So I can see your scalp. So the yeah. best way to describe it is Rich has got quite a large upside down shaped heart on the back of his head <laughs> that is just pure scalp. And let me tell you, it's never seen sunlight. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> can I have one more spin and then I'll leave you alone? About six months ago, a mate of mine um, did exactly the same thing. Yeah. Put, put the guard on, and I absolutely <laughs> ripped it out of him so badly. And I was like, "Oh, you idiot! How can you even not put the clipper on? You total douche! How can you do that?" Karma. There you go. That's, that, that is a lesson to anyone who is wondering: yep. Does karma exist? My head, my upside down heart on my head. If that's how you're describing it, is proof that karma exists. You can, you can take a photo and you can share that. With Thank whoever you. wants to uh, enjoy my embarrassment, uh, but just but laugh at it at your peril because karma <laughs> will strike back. Is all I'm saying. Okay, I will take it. I'll take it. Um, do you want to put your cap back on? I would. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I will actually. It's going back on. I'd keep that on for the next month. <laughs> Do you know what? It's so nice to have a mate like you. Um, Who needs enemies? Exactly. Should we... Yeah, let's um, delve into this. Should we delve into a letter? You read. Yeah, let's I'm do, going can, in the middle. I can still do that, which is, which is good. Catch. Yeah. Number two I've gone for. Oh, oh there we go. Sorry. Right, letter number two. <laughs> Pure entertainment, that. It's not a good situation. Right, should we read a letter? Yes. Okay, Here's how it works. Your letters, of course, if you're new to the podcast, uh, you write in about your neighbours. We score them. The higher the mark, the more outrageous the behaviour of the neighbour. And uh, yeah, currently Pi Face Sean in the lead at 16.9. Dear score next door, says this letter. It's, it's a two-pager. Oh. Uh, it says, thanks from anonymous brackets. I'm not that stupid. Close oh, brackets. So, anon. Always means there's a bit of juice on the way with an anon. Love an anon, yeah. yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure whether my next door would count as a proper next door neighbour but after hearing about some of the experiences of the people who've written into the podcast I felt that clearly anything goes oh, yeah we'll take it absolutely uh, I live on the end of a long row of houses it's just me and my partner but we think we've drawn the short straw with our house uh, at the other end of the row of houses there is a lovely park which is actually just an extension to the end houses garden but with a wall to divide it so it's like so- I'm imagining terraces right yeah, so They've got it doesn't belong the to the them, the park. It doesn't belong to that house. It's a public park. It just so happens that it's alongside their house. Yeah, it sounds quite nice, right? They're at yeah. the end of a terrace, yeah. little garden, and then you've got a Lovely. beautiful park. Lovely stuff. Um, whereas us, we have a massive factory as our neighbour. Oh, you got the wrong end there, didn't yeah. you? 
You did choose it, though, I hope. Yeah, presumably cheaper. You may think that living next to a big building isn't much of an issue. At least we don't have a family who throw food or water into our garden. Yeah. yeah or yeah. an old man who peeps through the fence. Yeah. Yes, this is true. <laughs> I like so you, that. you have been listening. All right. <laughs> but it's what goes on down the side of the factory that has made them the neighbours from hell. Ooh. Right. So the neighbours you're writing in about. Oh, the, the factory. factory. The people that work the people at the factory, at the factory. The people that own it. Right, OK. Does the factory have a name? I don't have anything oh, at I'm this I'm keen to know what they name, what happened. I mean, anyone who's written in with anonymous brackets, I'm not that stupid, stupid. close brackets, ain't giving you the name of yeah, the, uh, the factory, are they? The problem we have is down the side of the factory. This is where the employees go out to get some fresh air or smoke. Yes, yeah. We didn't really notice this before, but now we're both working from home and can hear a constant noise of chatter from the other side of our fence. Do you know, there is that almost a murmur when there's the chatter you can hear. You know what I mean? When you can't make out what people are saying at all, you just hear noise. And it's annoying because it's like, I can't hear what you're saying, so I can't be nosy, but you're not being quiet enough either. You're just there. It's a shame they can't hear because normally the people who go out for a, a, a cheeky cigarette break, it's the best gossip, yeah, isn't it? they're full of it. It's normally about it. what Trish has done in the canteen yes, or something like that. Yes. It's always a good chat, that. <laughs> always. They're a little sort of clique, like a little yeah. club of people who go out. They've and got their own right. little chats, yeah. Yeah, and they do know everything about everyone that works there. Everything. Mm. At first, it was actually quite entertaining because even though the factory mostly employs big, burly blokes, they're actually quite the gossips. Well, there you go. That's that's what it is. They are, aren't they? That's where all the chat happens. All the chat. Um, We've now got some uh, bullet point examples of things that they've been talking about. Yes. Mick's working double shifts because his daughter ran up credit card debts (gasps) with H&M. Oh, no. Oh, poor Mick. I bet he's cursing her. If it was my daughter, I'd be sending her out to work. Absolutely. Gavin's new partner used to go out with Mark the Engineer, but she hasn't told him yet. <gasps> All of that. Oh, and you really do feel like privileged to hear that kind of gossip. Not not that that's a good thing. It's not a good situation to be in, but you feel like you're in a privileged position to know that, don't you? I, I wonder if these that's are real like... people's names. If not, Gavin, so, sorry yeah. if you're listening. That's, uh, you've broken that circle of that's, trust. That's not good. And even the boss, whose name we still don't know because they just call him the boss, is conveniently on a business trip every year when the Cheltenham Horse Race Festival is on. Oh, one of those bosses. Fair play. Fair play. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Absolutely. 100%. It was like an episode of EastEnders. Me and my partner used to gossip about the gossip we've heard from people who we can't even see. <laughs> that is brilliant. I'd be hooked. You know, if I lived there, I'd just be stood on the other side of the wall all day listening. Possibly take up smoking. Yes, yeah, yeah, just, just, just to listen. Just to, what are they talking about today? What's <laughs> yeah. going on now? But the novelty soon wore off when after a week, we realised that from 8am until 5pm every weekday, we're hearing people talk about the same things over and over again. These guys are really loud, so it has become almost impossible to concentrate and we can't have any windows open in case a gust of cigarette smoke floats into the house. Oh, that, that would be rank. I would not like that. So they're literally just there and it kind of... Constantly. It's like... Wafts up, doesn't it, over, over there as they're talking about Gavin. Yeah, and also these are like the neighbours you've not... You know, they didn't ask for them to be there. They didn't expect them to be there. I think a lot of people probably with work from home have like realised issues with working from home. You know, even if you're on a Zoom call, that's you're trying to talk to someone it's important. You've got either people in your house or in another house yeah. making noise all the time. I was recording something the other day and someone selfishly decided to mow the lawn. 
<laughs> How dare That's, they? What How are they doing? They? Was, it, was it your lawn or theirs? Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> if it was mine, at least they'd forgive it. Yeah. That, like, just things like that that you don't think about. But if you've constantly got someone yeah. next to your window, you want the window open, a bit of fresh air, whatever, you've got smoke wafting in there talking about who knows what. I would have not a good patience threshold with that. We know that all these issues are only temporary. Th- Why which are is they temporary? Tr- well, because we're not all working from home oh, forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah. mean, hopefully. And um, when we go back to working away from home, they will all go away. However, that's that word. It's my favourite word. It's my favourite word in any email that we mm-hmm. get. However... However. Something has now happened that we can't ignore, even though we probably should. Oh, my God. Is this a bit of gossip they found out that they need to report or something? It's like my hair. Like, it's happened. <laughs> you, you probably should ignore it, but it's impossible <laughs> it's, to ignore. It's glaringly it's the, obvious. that glaringly obvious. <laughs> you could try and cover it. Yeah, <laughs> but no it won't point. Go anywhere. Over the course of the last year, we have started to recognise some voices and have got to know these people quite well. If you're those people, you'd be well creeped out that like these people know you and what you're talking about. Whoever's written in here is nosier than they're letting on. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling yeah. you. And I don't blame you because I do exactly, exactly the same. Exactly the same. Even though they have no idea that we listen in on their conversations. Jane works in HR and is married to Robert. We don't know what Robert does for a job, but we do know what he's been doing behind Jane's back. <gasps> This is like a game of Cluedo now. Oh my god! It? it was Jane with the, yeah, with the yeah, cigarettes yeah. Who next done to it? the building. Yeah. So, so hang on. Jane, is Jane married to Robert? Or? Jane works in HR and is married to Robert. Right. Oh, you have, oh you have to keep a track yeah. of this. So Jane's. I mean, whoever's written in had a whole year to get their heads around this. We've, yeah. got, we've got to get <laughs> yeah. on. Right. Can you keep track yeah. of what's Jane's happening? Jane's married to Robert. Jane works in HR and is married to Robert. HR. We don't know what Robert does for a job, but we do know what he's been doing behind Jane's back. Right. Every afternoon. At exactly 2.40pm, Robert and a female member of staff, whose name we haven't discovered yet, head out for some fresh air. No, oh, my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, you can't leave it there. Don't, 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 don't. This is more suspense than before you took your cap off. Go on. It's better. They talk about nights they've spent together and how he's going to leave Jane for her. No! Are we being told about an affair here? Oh, my God. Why 240 Maybe that's the only time that they can both get their break together. Yeah, and maybe at that point, Jane's doing some HR stuff for the day, you know, tallying up what's been going on. Yeah, maybe they know that she has a meeting at that time every day or something. I know this is none of our business, but we've become that consumed in the employees' conversations that we now can't concentrate on our own work. I'm right there with you. You're like me, so don't pretend you wouldn't. If we found out there was an affair going on, we would be there every single day at 2.40. You want to know. It's like you say, it's like it's like hearing the do, 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 and then getting yeah. back the next day for yeah. the next bit. Yeah. You want the instalment, don't so you? real life. If you miss the next day, that could be the crucial yeah. piece of information. Yeah. This really has become the situation from hell. We don't even know what Jane looks like, so can't tip her off. Although we probably wouldn't because we would look really weird. Yeah, that would be a little bit odd. Hi, are you Jane? Yeah, so we live next door. We've been working from home. And uh, we believe through uh, through eavesdropping on a series of conversations yeah. that your fellow Robert's having it off with someone else. I would do it. If I was you, I would tip Jane off. I would make it my mission to find out who Jane is. How would you, you find out who Jane is? Go into the factory and say, where's Jane? She's in HR. <laughs> I mean, it's not that actually- difficult. <laughs> I made it out to be like some sort of like 007 oh, mission. Right, Mr. Cluedo. <laughs> Hello, can I speak to Jane in HR, please? It's Jane there. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just uh, it's, it's Emma. It's taking me all yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah, here's, here's Jane. There you go. Well done. <laughs> 
I, I think you need to make that your mission, but can, carry on. They think they will look really weird is what they put in the letter. Mm. Let's just hope none of them listen to your podcast. That's also true. Uh, please, Rich and Emma, can you score our next door? Thanks from anonymous brackets. I'm not that stupid, close brackets. I actually think that you have written into the podcast in the hope that they are listening. Yes. That's what I think you've done. That's your way you've of written, getting through You've written, Jane. I hope them. Because yeah. like me... You had no idea how to find Jane, <laughs> like, yeah. and, and you've gone th- all this this route to get there rather than just doing Emma's strategic tactic of just knocking on. I mean, yeah, I know it sounds difficult and really tough, but I think what you should do is walk into the factory, ask for Jane in HR, take her to a quiet space from a distance, say, Jane, Robert, and a female are having an affair. If you want to know more. Come and stand in our back garden at 2.40 every day and you can find out. That sounds like, uh, if you want to know more, come stand <laughs> yeah, in our back garden yeah, yeah, yeah. at 2.40. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a trailer for something, doesn't it? <laughs> for more information, contact but, yeah, yeah, us yeah, next door yeah. at 2.40. But on a serious note, right? This if, isn't good. If Robert and female are doing the dirty, Jane needs to know. Jane in HR needs to know. So I know that, you, you know, we're going to rate you and all that, but as a female to a female or male, whoever's writing in, Jane needs to know. That is one HR web to untangle for oh Jane, if that's the case. God. I mean, of all the jobs to be doing, you don't th- want to be the HR person having to deal with the HR. But, I mean, to be fair, she could, like, go proper gung-ho in her position on them, couldn't she? Uh, what are we rating here? Are we rating generally the fact that they're uh, having the gossipy conversations? So. We're not rating or, the affair. Are we, are we rating... We're not rating... <laughs> that's not what this is about. We're not that's rating I mean. affairs. Or are we rating the outrageousness of the fact that they're having that conversation about it that's being overheard I'm not sure what we're rating here Uh, can we just rate the neighbours like can we just rate the factory rate the factory overall yeah I think so that's what we do but but first and foremost you are saying they need they need to go and sort this out 100% Anon go into the factory get Jane or pick up the phone can I speak to Jane from HR Come round to my house I've got something to tell you and on a serious note I know this is lighthearted but you have to tell Jane it's not fair, and on your conscience be it, if you know you're listening to Robert and said female meet at 2.40 every day and having this affair. Do you agree? Oh, God, are you pitching for a chat show? <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. Trisha got on, move over. <laughs> it was really good. I was like, oh, wow, yeah, she's right. She's totally right. Yeah. You should do well, that. do you not agree? That's a good career move for you, honestly, yeah. Not, yeah. Your yeah, real-life stories, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would love that. I think that they should keep a note of everything that's being said mm-hmm. and then release some sort of anonymous memoir uh, and make a fortune out of a book. That's what I think they should do. All sorts going on there. Just keep keep listening in. Or stay working from home. You're probably going to earn more from this book yes. than you in your jobs. <laughs> Get Honestly, deal. keep going. Yeah. Or just uh, write into a podcast about it. That as That's well. The other option. Okay, uh, we need to it. score next door, and we'll do that next. So we've had a letter from Anonymous about their next door neighbours. Although this is an unusual one for us. They live at the end of a terrace, and their next door neighbours. Or a factory. Yeah, and the thing that's bothering them is that every day, all day, since they've been working from home, the factory workers, owners, whoever they may be, they don't see these people, they just hear them, are out there talking every single day. And they hear their conversations, they hear lots of gossip, which might sound like fun, but it means that they've got themselves caught in a web where they now know that Robert, who works there, has been meeting a female outdoors at 2.40 every day. Sounds innocent, but actually, Robert is married to Jane in HR, who also works there. Something's been going on. Well, no shit, Sherlock. (laughs) (laughs) Well done for stating the obvious, Rich Williams. (laughs) Should we score it? Should we score it? Yeah. 
I'm still a bit unsure how to score this one. We're just scoring. We're rating them as a whole. I guess the noisiness, the gossip, all of it intertwined. Um, right. Right. There's a reason that I've gone for my score, so I'll wait for you to do yours. Um, Take your time. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, I got it. Right, you ready? Yeah. Three, Three two, two, one. Oh, you've gone higher. Yeah, that's, that's that's happened a bit recently, actually. 7.5. Reason behind this is that I'm putting myself in Anon's position. My heart is racing a little bit, thinking about the fact that not only do you hear this every day, so you've got a constant reminder of what's going on, but the fact that you are now privy to an affair and you don't know what the hell to do with it. Like, you did not ask for this to happen, but what happens next is up to you. Oh, oh, oh. I, I have nothing to add. Just get, I gave a 6.1, but that's, I don't have anything else to say. So that's 13.6 altogether. 13.6, which puts this story in ninth place on mm-hmm. our leaderboard of 20 so far. So in in ninth place, uh, that goes. We need a name for this story. Ooh, um, um, see, this is a difficult one because we don't know your name. We don't know the name of the factory. We just know it's Jane in HR. I think we should call it Unfaithful Factory. I like it. Is that all right? I like it. Is that all right? Unfaithful, Unfaithful fa- Factory. <gasps> yeah. And there is your book title, Anon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it, isn't it? Unfaithful, Unfaithful Factory. Factory. That's a good book. Yeah, that is a that really is good a book really title, good isn't book. it? Yeah. So uh, Unfaithful Factory goes into ninth place with a score of 13.6, just above Linda's Lingerie. Ooh. And isn't that a place to be? <laughs> If you've got any stories, please do send them in on the socials at Scornet Store using the hashtag Join the Neighbourhood. Yeah, if you get a moment to rate the podcast, we'd be hugely grateful. We, we really are. And uh, also leave a review. That would be fantastic as well. And we always say, if you leave a review, just tell us if you've been listening through which one you think you would have given the highest score to as well. We would also like to know. You can also leave a review of Rich's hair as soon as we post <laughs> the photo on our social media. <laughs> Oh, see you next week. It might grow back a bit then. Uh, yeah, we will see you next time on Score Next Door. Score Next Door.